Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Haq means reality. Maya means illusion. And we either live in the world of Maya or in the world of Haq. The ones who are not familiar with the terminology of spirituality or the states in spirituality often talk about enlightenment and about their desire to become enlightened. But not having studied what Hak is about, they really have no idea what they're talking about, and their idea of enlightenment is Maya. It's no different than the illusion that they live in. So when they when people talk about enlightenment, they're often talking about some variant of some conceptualized super Maya that they somehow transfer themselves into. Hak is Hak, no matter what it's applied to, no matter where you live, no matter what your race, no matter what your religion, no matter what your language you speak, reality is Truth is. Now, we as individuals deal with our awareness. Our awareness of our surroundings. Our awareness of that which is external to us. Our awareness of what is internal to us. Our awareness of our relationships with others our awareness of our concepts. We deal with awareness in various ways. However, the fact that we are aware does not mean that we can conceptualize truth or have any idea about what truth is. A rat is aware. A snake is aware. But what are they aware of? Humans are aware. But what are they aware of? When awareness is aware of truth, then you've reached enlightenment. When it's not aware of truth, you are aware of maya. And all your concepts are concepts based in illusion and grandiose thoughts of what illusion can do for you. As we become older and have spent a lifetime chasing and languishing in illusion and learning 
that there's no comfort and no repose and no peace to be found there, we begin to understand more about the truth of existence. We begin to understand more about what it is that we actually need as opposed to what we think we need. Now, man has constantly been aware of things. And he has been immersed in this physical world and immersed in the maya that the physical world creates, the illusion that the physical world creates. But because of his proximity to his own awareness of this physical world, it seems real. So, Allah has had to send prophets, walis, katubs to explain to man what is and what isn't real. And only when we can grasp what is and what isn't real can we begin on the path of truth, on the path of reality. Now, we have been taught La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. Nothing exists but God. We do not exist. So, as long as there is a place for us within our concept of enlightenment, it's a illusory concept of enlightenment. As long as there's a place for us within our concept of truth, it's a dualistic and illusory concept of truth. Yet, we become, most people become, very comfortable with this dualistic concept because it is very, very difficult to have that image of yourself disappear from you. It is very, very difficult to conceptualize existence without you being the center of it. When we talk about love, love doesn't have a personality. Love doesn't have an ego. It doesn't have a face. It isn't made up of material things. But it is. And it's very powerful. So imagine yourself as love. No personality. No face. No concepts of mine and yours. Just love. Imagine the same with compassion. And imagine disappearing into compassion. Imagine disappearing into mercy. Imagine disappearing 
into justice where you fade and justice becomes reality. Where awareness becomes intermingled and finally disappears into truth. That's enlightenment. The problem with it for the world is that the people who want to control things can't become enlightened. The people who write about enlightenment for the sake of their own ego can't tell the truth about enlightenment because they can't experience it because they're not doing things on behalf of reality. They're doing things on behalf of an aggrandized illusory idea of what it is to be transcendent. Transcendent means to disappear. Transcendent means to not be here. Entirely contra to the concept of Maya, which places you in the middle of all existence as the king and ruler of your domain. Can you give up your kingdom? Can you give up your domain? Can you give up to all of that which you have used to define yourself over the entire length of your life? Can you surrender that? Can you surrender that for the sake of Hak, for the sake of the truth? Or is Maya your touchstone? Is illusion what keeps you sane? Because to transfer from illusion to Hak means giving up your awareness and understanding of things as being based in Maya. And to a lot of people, that breaks them down to the point of insanity. Why? Because they haven't gone to truth, and now they can't function with illusion. So their functioning breaks down entirely to the point where they become babblers, hallucinators, and become ones who proclaim what isn't, (coughs) either in what we've set up as our illusory world or what is the truth. And it makes for a lot of illness. And that's why this path has to be taken very carefully. And there needs to be supervision. And (coughs) ones who have crossed that plane have to guide the ones who haven't crossed that plane. It's not easy to disappear. It's not easy to give up all that we have held onto as our guideposts and touchstones through our existence that we think have kept us stable. Our titles keep us stable. 
Our money keeps us stable. Our position keeps us stable. Our families keep us stable. Our relationships keep us stable. Our power keeps us stable. Our fame keeps us stable. Our hallucinations keep us stable. And all of these things are hallucinations. And how do we drift from them into reality? This is the path of the mystic, and this is why the mystics go to places where they can hide. And very seldom do you find one smack dab in the middle of the world talking to people. Smack dab in the middle of the world sitting with people and saying, this is what it's like to be one who disappeared. Look at me, I'm not here. Imagine. How many of those kind of people have you met? How many people have ever met somebody who can say to you, look at me, I'm not here, and actually mean it? And I have to tell you, when you look at somebody who's not there, it can be very disconcerting (laughs) because they're so different that it takes time to get used to those differences. And being blessed with being with somebody like that, you begin to finally understand that there is a comfort there that is beyond the imagination of our minds. There is a comfort there that's beyond the hallucinating of our concepts of what can and cannot exist within Maya. Why? Because what's there is what's real as opposed to what's unreal. What's there are the qualities of Allah. And that is the only place where enlightenment exists. So this fancy word Enlightenment breaks itself down to the qualities of Allah. Bismillah, irahman, irahim. Ya Shakur, Ya Kabir. O great and mighty just one, who is without beginning and without end. Who is without creation and without creator, who is all within himself that is, who has put the essence of himself into each one of our beings. May it be that we do not forget who we were created by and how we were created. Because it's an understanding that creation that we can begin to answer the question of who am I? Who am I within 
this existence? What am I within this existence? Where am I within this existence? If you're a physicist and you study Newtonian physics, you learn certain principles of physics. If you throw something at a certain speed and it has a certain weight, it's going to take a certain amount of time to get somewhere. Uh, And it's true whether the person who throws it is Chinese or Caucasian or African or Semitic or whatever. And the rules hold true whatever language they speak and whatever ciphers they use to describe what happens. But then, in the 20s, 1920s, people came along and said, what you see is not really what's happening. There's a whole sub-world of particles and subatomic particles that don't relate in the same way that what appears to relate to each other in the world that we are aware of. Interesting. What they're essentially saying is that the world of awareness can't be understood until you understand that which is inside it and beneath it and is unseen. So it's only through seeing the world of the unseen that we can begin to have a handle on the world of the seen. Yet, we don't see the unseen. Well, the scientists describe the world as of the unseen with different names for different particles. They describe things as electrons and as quarks and as various subatomic particles that they've given names to that act in certain ways that they think they've been able to figure out. The mystics give us different words and describe things in different ways. And they talk to us about the underlying qualities that keep existence suspended, that keep existence into being. The world is run through and by compassion. An interesting concept. The world is run through and by mercy. The world was created out of loving kindness on behalf of the creation. And that loving kindness sustains and maintains the creation. And the creation morphs into creation and out of creation back to that which created 
it. So mercy goes back to mercy. Compassion goes back to compassion and is as compassion. Imagine a sun of compassion that illuminates the entire universe, that keeps us warm and healthy, that is the truth of who we are, yet we don't see it, but we can know it's there. I remember uh, about 15 years ago, my wife went to Colorado and I was here. And I said to her, the fact that we're so far apart is creating a tear in the universe. And for me, it was. Because the love was at such a distance and I didn't see it. I needed to see it. Yet, it was still there. It was still just as strong. Enlightenment would have understood that. And that separation would not have been apparent. The togetherness would have been more apparent. So, when we say the prophets are not dead, we understand that what the prophets were does not die. We understand that what the Ketubs were does not die. When truth and awareness merge into form and maintain their truth within that form, the fact that the form disappears does not have effect on the truth which is sustained. So, who are we? We are that truth and we should not forget it. We are that mercy and that compassion and that justice and we should not forget it. We can't be confused by our form as the truth of who and what we are. And we can't not allow ourselves to be limited by the form and the form's actions and trials and tribulations within Maya as to the truth of who we are. And the ones who can accept the trials and tribulations that the form goes through without affecting their essential being are the ones who are riding out the storm of illusion and entering into that which is reality. And we constantly have to remind ourselves of this. We constantly have to be able to cognate that we are not what we appear to be we're something else entirely and in that something else is our glory in that something else is the grace 
that we have been born into this world with. And it is with that something else that we have to take our stand and we have to give our existence to. And if we can't do that, then we will be looking for solace and for peace in maya, in illusion, in existence. And it can't be found there. All it can do is be the pathway to find us the truth. And into this world, there are constantly sent reminders of that pathway. We have to be wise enough to see them when they come and to act with them on them when they come. So we have to learn to treat this life as a bubble. And then another bubble comes up and and another bubble comes up and poof, bubble after bubble after bubble. Each of our days is a bubble. Each of our moments is a bubble. And if there's going to become something real out of it, it's only going to happen when these bubbles begin to repeat constantly. So that each moment as we disappear, we re-exist in reality. We come back in to reality. This has to become open for us. And this has to become clear for us. And when that happens, the world will change. Humanity will change. All that is will change. And the illusory nature that holds on to people will begin to dissipate in all of existence. May it happen soon, and may God will it to be quickly. Amin. Amin. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.